This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, can you touch Cal? We kind of need you to touch Cal. Not Coach Cal, but the Cal Cal Golden Bears. Can you touch them? I can touch the Cal Golden Bears. One of my favorite coaches in college football, Q, Justin Wilcox, heading into his sixth year. 26 and 28 at Cal, which I was surprised by. I thought he had a little bit of better record. 15 and 25 in Pac 12 play. Yeah, this is a big year for him. They went five and seven last year, four and five in the conference, missed out on a bowl game. What really killed Cal, though, last season was. Before you go in, give the people the win total before you go in. The win total for Cal, I believe, is five five and and a half. half. Yeah, which which feels right because they're going to be one of those teams that kind of are either going to make bowl season on the number or they're going to fall short again. Cal, it's real simple, Q. Last year, they lost five games by a touchdown or less. Mm-hmm. So they're one of those teams. They're going to play close games. They want to run the ball. They want to play conservative offense, rely on their defense. Wilcox has a defensive background. When Cal is good, their defense is leading the way. Yeah. So they want to play low-scoring games, and they want to control time of possession. And that's why they play so many one-score games. And last year, they just lost a bunch now, they lose their leading rusher, Christopher Brooks, um, to BYU, but they have this kid, Damian Moore, 220-pound back, who's going to be their number one guy, so I don't think it should be too much of a drop-off. They do lose their longtime starting QB, Chase Garbers, though. He graduated. He's gone, but Purdue transfer Jack Plummer comes in, mm-hmm. and Plummer played for Purdue a little bit last year, and he, he was pretty solid. He wasn't Obviously, terrible. the son... Of uh, of Jake Plummer, who's mm-hmm. quarterback for the Broncos for a little bit, um, kind of. But that that that's what it comes down to. Q for Cal, man, is can they get good quarterback play? Mm-hmm. Can they win the one possession games? And can that defense return to being one of the better defenses in the Pac-12? We were talking about Arizona's schedule and how they get San Diego State Week One. Cal wants to be San Diego State. Mm-hmm. They want to be a team that leans on their defense runs the ball, and just wins games 17-3, to 20-6. Like, that's how they want to win. Their schedule is a little easier than Arizona. They open with UC Davis and UNLV right off the bat. That should be 2-0. Then they play at Notre Dame, which is tough. Uh, that probably will be a loss. They don't play Notre Dame a lot. They haven't beaten Notre Dame in school history. They're 0-4 all time against them. Um, they go to South Bend, what's that, September 17th? September 17th, yep. This is the first uh, matchup between these two programs in 55 years. 55 seasons it hasn't been uh, seen. And you know what? I bet Cal's going to play Notre Dame tough in that game. I I don't think think they're going to win. But, you know, Notre Dame, it feels like every year at the beginning of the season, they they play a team like Cal, who's like a 20-point underdog, and they always let him hang around. Mm-hmm. And remember, Notre Dame's going into their first year with Marcus Freeman as the full-time head guy, and I love Freeman. I, I do think too. he's going to be a really good coach. But year one, there's going to be some growing pain, so that could be interesting. But after their home game against Arizona, which I think they're going to win, for me, every other game's a coin flip for Cal. Yep. Like, I could see him winning their final eight games of the season. They probably won't, but I could see it. 
or I could see them losing all eight. It's pretty backloaded, yeah. their, their schedule. The, the Pac-12 schedule backloaded, too. Washington, Oregon, and USC on consecutive weekends. Then you have Stanford at home. Then you got UCLA to finish off the regular season. It's like tough. You got some tough games, but also, like this, like you said, their schedule's not as hard as uh, Arizona's. I could, I could honestly see them starting the season five and one, which, I mean, the, with a win total five and a half, I mean that's five wins right there, so that'd be great. But then you look call. at the you look at the schedule back. It's like I said, backloaded, and you say, do I trust them to get one more? Especially around the time of the year where teams are turning up the turning up the heat. Now I will say, when I look at Cal, um, one thing with your guy Wilcox, surprisingly, turned down the Oregon job. Now of course it comes out that him and Cal kind of had an extension in the works before right. the Oregon opportunity happened, but still he's back at or he's back at Cal. Uh, this is his sixth year has to be a big step. He said, and he, he feels like this team is very close. Um, especially uh, some recent comments I read from him saying like they're right on the cusp of something great. Only eight of the 22 players who started Cal's final game last year are back. And that team was five and seven, of course, four and five in pack 12 play fell short of winning the conference uh, record for the 12th consecutive season so they have very high expectations i think they have enough players i like wilcox a ton um let's just see if they can put the they can put things together i would lean the over on cal though i, I really would i I'm think with you. i think uh you look at their defense they get brett johnson the defensive lineman he's back he missed the entire 21 season uh with a serious hip injury he got in a car accident that's what messed up his hip but he's back he can play anywhere uh, on the defensive line but he's probably going to start at defensive end um Maybe one of the team's best players, um, probably going to be a high pitch count, especially we've seen like some spring ball stuff come out about him as well. Their safety position or the inside linebacker position, excuse me, extremely deep. You got Washington transfer Jackson Sermon, who comes over 91 tackles last year, uh, second among returning players in the Pac-12, talented player, uh, a lot of experience as well. Peter Sermon, of course, is going to love uh, his services. Peter Sermon, Jackson Sermon. That's his dad. He's coming to Cal to play under his dad as defensive coordinator. So they got some guys. The secondary, uh, you got Daniel Scott as well. He led the Bears with 82 tackles, three INTs last year. Um, they they got some players. Uh, I would probably lean the over. They combined for just, for a 6-10 and 10 record over the last two seasons after going 15-11 and 11 the two seasons prior. Mm. So these last two years have been really rough for them. Yeah. And you got to imagine... That this is the the comeback spot. Now they do have some young guys in in some young places, but or some some new places, some young guys in new places. But I kind of think Cal, I would I will lean the over. I will lean the over on them uh, this year, especially with some new bread. You know, maybe feel a little more confident about yourself and your coaching abilities, and and take I, this thing on. And I, I, like I, I want to take them against Notre Dame too. This is just a a, a spite bet because Ryan is a huge Fighting Irish fan. Yes, but give me Cal in an upset of Notre Dame this year. Ooh. You think they beat him outright? No, I don't really believe that. <laughs> but, you know, just something to fuel my hate for Ryan's I, love for everything. I definitely like the spread. You know, two interesting things, too, about Cal. You noted how they struggled the last two seasons. COVID, you know, Cal's a program that they that really hurt them. It we did. know the Pac-12 season, they only played six games mm-hmm. that one year. So that obviously stunk. And then last year, they were still pretty ravaged by uh, by COVID-19. So that was unfortunate. Q, another thing too, man, like USC and UCLA going to the Big Ten and Cal being in that state, I feel like Cal is going to be ticked off. Yeah. I mean, the Pac-12 could be done. You know what I'm saying? Like the Pac-12 could be done and Cal must just be there feeling like you guys, you just left us here out to dry. What are we supposed to do now? What are we supposed to do? So they're already big in-state rivalries and now I I feel like Cal, 
is going to beat one of those teams. I think they might even beat both of them. Maybe. Yeah. So we'll would you see. take the? Would you lean the over? I'd would lean you take the over? You. I'd lean over. Yup. Does it? I, does it make it to? What has to? What quantifies or I guess qualifies an official play from Mr. PJ Glasser on the win total? What a that's a good because do you have any teams that you've made an official play on yet with their with uh, their number? I have not. Um, I, Other I, than Alabama, of course, you take the over on them every year. I do. Uh, I do not take the over <laughs> on them every year just because if they don't hit it, then it's a double loss. Yes, it is. But uh, what what qualifies an official ma- play for me, Q, is I go through the schedule and if I see definitive wins over the total then i hit it i got you but you know like we're talking about with cal there's just so many coin flip games yeah. that i just i don't know yeah I but agree. i'm with you on arizona and cal i kind of lean the over on both of these pac-12 is just a tough conference to handicap mm-hmm. you look at BetMGM and they're projecting like who's gonna win the conferences acc sec pac-12 is the toughest one it is the you closest have one. three teams up there usc utah and Oregon, who are all like plus 200, 250, 300 to win the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Oregon State is a team I really like this season. Or you didn't want to win the Pac-12. I think they are, are have a shot to maybe make some noise. So the Pac-12 is just a tough league to handicap, man. It is. It's tough. Seeing USC as the favorite over Utah is just... It's just, uh, it's interesting. It's the, it's, it's the brand. I mean, it's, it's the it Lincoln-Riley effect and Caleb Williams. How about Lincoln-Riley, though? I mean... He gets out of the Big 12 to avoid the SEC, and now here he is getting ready to go to the Big 10 and play Minnesota and Full Iowa circle. in November. Yeah, come on, man. Have fun with that. You can't escape that. This is No West Coast bias over here, brother. You're going to get those East Coast trips.